dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Podcast Sunday. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up podcast. Episode 145. We getting up there, man. Numbers on the board. Yeah. Bro, are you okay? I mean, it's 8.14 a.m. Masters has already... Tipped off for the day, but Tiger doesn't go until what time? Like 9, 29, 30. But just because we have guests. Okay. I ain't going to be disrespectful with the iPad and the computer. <laughs> I was about phone, to say, where is it, bro? Everything up, on mute, just watching and talking. I'm, I'm, you know, I got my homie in here. Like, Respect the guests. I, I, I've sure. known this guy since we was a young pups in the city. You know, okay. We, we grew up together, um, went to high school together, went to college together. We, yeah. we, we've definitely been around this city together. So, Dane, bad news. What's up, homie? Thank you, man. What's up, bro? What's popping? Glad we you came you. out, man. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. So, tell me, man. We ain't talked in a little. Chopped it up. What's new? What you got going? Um, I just dropped a brand new album uh, back in, uh, was it March? March. March 16th or 18th, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, MTBM2 is the 10 year anniversary of my first album. Nice. Um, so for some reason, I went into this year like, man, I just got to do something different. Like, I've been in a group for so long, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it was time for me to come out by myself. And, and I had so much body of work put up. I just knew, like, this was the one. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make people listen to me this time. Yeah. You know what, I mean? so, what made you go solo? I, I ain't really solo. I just would say, like, I, I, I'm venturing off to my own lane right now. I've been in a group for so long, and we've done a lot of shit together. I'm sorry. But no, you no, good. No, no, yeah, no. It's pod. It's Come all as you good. are. All right. Well, we've done a lot of shit together, <laughs> and um, you feel me? Like, for some reason, I, I I was the first person on this record label we started. So we started this about, what, 2005? It's 2019. So 14 years of doing this. This has been my producer for 14 years. Nice. So it's like the grand. Shot him out. You know what I'm saying? This is BP. This is uh, one five. This is Todd. So we... You feel me? We when we got together with this one, I was just like, man, I gotta take off. Like I gotta be like Juvie. Like yeah. we, like we gonna be like the hot boys because we the star money click. So, mm-hmm. um, so he was like, you was the first one here, so shit, we gonna we gonna ride you out. You you the cow, we gonna milk. I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah. How many people was in the group? It's three people in the group. It's called the league. Okay. Like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay. So how do you think the whole writing process is different from going from a three-man group to having to write three verses by yourself, 16 bars all by yourself? Like, oh, man, I was only responsible for, you know what I'm saying, my part and part of the hook. Right. Now you're responsible for the whole song, not only the whole song, but the whole project. I would say it's rough. It's a rough process if... If you ain't prepared for it, but I've been prepared for it for so long because I'm so used to when I first started, I was by myself. So I knew how to write music by myself, but I know how to freestyle real good. Like I've been freestyling since I was 17. That's how I started rapping. I didn't start with a pen. I went straight in dome, just sitting in cars and 
eating McDowell's, not McDonald's, McDowell's. <laughs> you feel me? And we we in there, we in there, Jones and this shit, and songs is playing, and they and I'm talking about. I got to the point where my dudes would go download me CDs with like 32 beats, and we would just play them, and I'd rap 32 straight. And, and I can I can vouch for that because I can <laughs> I can remember being young. And you know, in the hallways, it's mm-hmm. always a couple kids in the school that you know kind of really do this. And and the bell ring, they still got some more to say. You know, <laughs> Dane was that guy. Like yeah. I walk by, like what's up? I'm about yeah. to hit on you, yeah, but I'm gonna see you in a minute. You yeah. know, but doing this music for a minute, man. Talk about um, talk about some of your hits, man. Some of some of the songs you've had, so some of the people can uh, can uh, can uh, re- refresh their their memory. Funny. That's funny. I got a lot of shit. Uh, I did a mixtape. We did a mixtape called uh, The League. Um, it was called You Ain't Heard. I got a record called You Ain't Heard I liked a lot. Um song called I'm Cold a lot of people love. Mm-hmm. Uh, off the new shit, though, I ain't. I, I got like, it's at least about seven, eight records people keep calling me about. Like My favorite record, I would say, is called Can You See. Um, I really like Day in the Way. But every song, it seemed like every song this year, it was really like, I'm transitioning into like I gotta make records where people understand where I'm coming from, not just rapping. Yeah, most people just got you get so used to being in dating rapping. Everybody think they the best rapper. I've been one of the best rappers. I don't really care about that no more. If I can make a good record explaining my life and what I'm doing, yeah, it'll grab you more because I'm being real. Ain't the the, the game so watered down with a lot of goofy shit right now? <laughs> and, and it's it's cool because a lot of the new shit I like. I ain't no hater because I. I seen it. We, okay, I'll put it like this. We grew up in the era of the best rappers alive. That's what I say. Because it was a Pac, it was a Biggie, it was it was a big pun, it was a big L. It was a lot of people that's died that really had bars and could really rap. Yeah. Now we in the era where they calling cats the goat and the in the and the homie only twenty three years old. Motherfucker, the goat was always damn near forty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. Jay Z was the goat for a long time. Like then they gave it to Wayne. So you gotta. Wayne's 36 years old. He ain't no kid. So right, I'm just right. like, if you're going to put people on this pedestal like this, make them earn it, bro. Make them work. These cats got three albums in this game, and they like, he's the GOAT. How yeah. the fuck is he the GOAT? Yeah. If he's the GOAT, I'm a guinea pig. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, because yeah. it don't make sense. Like, it's a lot of people out here working hard to stay above level, and the music, just they just be like, just put something out. Yeah. Now, I know... With your musical journey, uh, we crossed paths both chasing uh, chasing that musical journey. Yes. And uh, we both went to school together at ICB. Definitely. Shout out to Tyrone and everybody Shout over there that, that held us down. But my uh, homie. Talk about, uh, talk about your experience in, on the flip side of uh, studying the craft versus jumping into it and just thinking you got it. Uh, you got to – the game is like, like Allen Iverson say, practice – it's, practice. <laughs> it's really practice. It ain't just rap, though. Yeah. Um. You got to practice the business. Like you got to learn the ins and outs. Like I, I, I can sit here and vouch for the fact that I sit at a park, right? And this no bullshit. I will sit at a park by myself, turn on my phone, and I will watch interviews of rappers. I don't care who it is. Yeah. Just to see how they talk when they get on the camera and in front of people, and because I'm like, damn, these these cats. You can see who humble. You can see who think they they popping. Yeah. Everybody different. You know what I'm saying? So I studied that. Then I studied how cats rap. Like, my favorite rappers, I don't I don't steal from them. I just learn from them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't, because I got my own style, but it's a lot of cats in the game that can really, really spit. 
And to learn from them is like, that's what got me where I'm at right now. I'll yeah. be, be paying attention to what's going on in the game. If you don't pay attention to the game, you're going to get lost. Yeah, yeah. They can't find you in this game if you can't, you can't see what's going on. Who you listening to that's out today? Um, um, I like Meek. I've been fucking with Meek for a long time. I always like Wayne. Wayne, my favorite. Uh, I like Ross. Um, I like cats like I, I. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. My brother got me on J Cole now, but I remember when I didn't fuck with J Cole. That's real talk, real <laughs> that's, shit. That's Kev's guy. J Cole, J Cole be snapping though. I give it to you. Feel me? That's I fuck Kev's with guy. Drizzy, of course. I fuck with the whole Young Money shit. Period. I fuck with the Maybach music shit. I fuck with um, man. I be listening to Tory Lanez. I think Tory Lanez is talented. Uh, who else I've been listening to? Cause I stay in rotation with new. I see I stay on the new shit. Like yeah. the new PNB rock just dropped out. I, I stay on that. I stay on Uzi. I stay on a lot of shit, bro. Yeah. I listen so, to everybody for real. I want to ask you, just coming from our generation, where would you place Four Hundred Degrees <laughs> in a in a in a in, in a time and space for you? Ooh. And would you ever say like the younger generation need to listen to it, need to check it out, like? <sighs> Somebody that's about 26 years old. Yeah. Oh, that's very, very possible. You should be listening to 400 at least one time. Yeah. You got to go through all 20. At least once. If you haven't, something's wrong with you, bro. I'm a, you might need to go get you a drink and just <laughs> let it go, man. Because listen, that is one of the most classical South albums of all time. Bro, it's, it's got to be top five. Yeah. It's got to be. The reason and why it, I asked you. Our uh, big homie uh, A Dizzle over here. We had a conversation about it, and uh, we'll just say he needs to do some homework. He needs yeah. to check it out. He needs to check it out. That's we'll leave it at that. Oh my god! So hopefully, uh, hopefully you got some encouraging. Uh, Four hundred degrees, bro. I, I know the hits. I don't know the whole album. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> the whole album is a hit. You feel me? That's the like whole one of the best shit ever. I had, I had to ask somebody else just so, you know, so you can get a, That's get facts, a bro. group of opinions That's and facts. put it together. <laughs> That's funny, bro. So about the new project, man, I was, uh, Kev hit me to it, so I got a chance to check it out. I'm really, not, you know how cats do nowadays, they really just talk in track numbers, not yeah, in names. Yeah, uh, yeah. Track one, I'm definitely feeling, and track six are the standout tracks to me. I appreciate Big time. Um, really, I can feel the... The stories that you're telling in those two songs. So talk about Big Picture. Um, Track six, if you don't remember. <laughs> bigger Picture is like for any man with any man with a kid um, living in Dayton. Because I just speak from where I come from. So when I'm speaking on this, it was like I was trying to tell a story like I go to work every day and do what I do. I rip and run, do this, do that. And... In this city, you're not promised to go home to your kids. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I got a 13-year-old daughter. So I'm like, to even be blessed to live this long so far is like a blessing in this city. Because people die. I mean, it's people we went to school with. Yeah. You can't believe they gone. Mm -hmm. And you remember when y'all was in high school kicking it, junior high kicking it. Because if you came up where we came up from, nine times out of ten, you went to elementary Junior yeah. high and high school through where we from. That was that was the best thing about Trawood to yeah. me was that a pack of the kids stayed in the area, stayed together. You know, we all kind of got along. You had your packs of friends, but you crossed paths in somebody else's hood. It was love. Where's the court? We're about to go hoop something. You know, yep. and we just all grew up together and experienced Thanks. life together. So, mm -hmm. shout out to the wood. You know, mm. 
Respect. Back, back to the pie. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Trywood because uh, actually me and A. Dizzle was out at uh, RSVP and you coming down the block, man. You part past Consumer Square, man. Yeah. Yikes, man. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I think the only scared. thing over there is Sally's. And I just read they about to move. Really? I just crazy. read that like a day or two ago on That's something crazy. that they was either about to move or are moving now. Yeah, man. That, because that, that shopping center used to have old country buffet. Used to everything, have, bro. You know, shoe carnival, TNT. Everything used to be like cup foods. That's that's where you went. That's yeah, crazy. man. I remember when I like first started at the radio station, interning. We would do uh, a stuffed RV situation, like for uh, collective food for the homeless, and yeah. we would partner with Cub Foods, and that's the one that we would go to every year, or whatever. So to pass that. That shopping plaza, and there is no plaza, basically. There's no Walmart. There's nothing but Sally's. Yeah. And just a, a whole empty storefront, man. Talk about how y'all home is changed over the years, and yeah. how can we bring Troutwood back, basically? Yeah. Give us the mall back. Yeah. <laughs> when they took the mall, they took the city. The mall was cir- circulating a lot of money. Mm-hmm. People, you know how people would get up and go, to the day mall right now when they J's come out. Mm-hmm. It was like that at the Salem Mall. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I don't know why, but over time, the the kids and, like, you a kid, you want to go to the mall. You a teenager, you want to go to the mall and kick it with your homies. Yeah. It don't matter what y'all doing. Y'all could be sitting there eating McDonald's, talking shit. Ain't nobody doing nothing but just sitting around. They didn't like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they felt like, if you in here, you supposed to be spending money. But, if you go to any mall anywhere, Dayton, Fairfield, I don't care where you go. And, and one thing be about kicking it in the mall. One thing about the Salem Mall. That, where else kids supposed to get them numbers? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I think a lot of it came down when you walked in those doors. You had a movie theater to the left, mm-hmm. and you had MCA on the right. So you mm-hmm. had older people kind of congregating in the front of the mall, kids, and and when something would jump off, it would be a thing because it happened right around the the you know the front door. A lot of the time. So it started kicking kids out. The curfews in the mall started, you know, it just it got to where people started getting scared to be at the mall. And yeah. then, and the media made it a thing and made it make it made you want to be scared to go to the mall to the point where right out of high school, I worked at a jewelry store in the mall. It was up the steps above the food court. And, you know, towards towards the, that time, there was maybe one department store, a couple, of, you know, things to remember type stores and, you know, players stuff like that but within that year done i worked at the salem mall for a second look at you kb toy store stocking them shelves shelves, bro yeah i will say this about the the great american mall the malls everywhere are dying unless you're like a super mall like the one in minneapolis Yeah, yeah like if you uh google gap there's no gap in the city you know what i'm saying we have no gap in dayton ohio there's no gap uh the gap at the green clothes, the gap at Fairfield clothes. The only gap in a hundred mile radius is in Columbus at Easton. Wow. Yeah. There's no gap in Cincinnati That's either. That's crazy. Them uh them uh them brick stores is uh becoming at risk with uh yeah, man. when you can just hit click and wait for it. Yep. Absolutely, man. The Great <laughs> American Mall is dying, man. Yeah. That's what it is. Well what you um so what's the what's the summer hole for you? What you pushing, what what you working on, what you gonna get to the people? Keep pushing this. Um, I'm about to shoot like five or six videos. Okay. Um, so 
You need uh, a cameraman? Yeah, I'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him. I got a lot of I got a lot of things going on as far as like um we're supposed to be doing this performance downtown. Uh it's for I, I forget what it's for. Um but I, they just connected me to that, I, so I got to perform downtown. I, I think it's uh, on the 22nd or something. Um, and then I got a show coming up on the 20. Is that the 26th? The 26th is in Cincinnati. And then uh, um, then I got to go down to Atlanta. I'm supposed to be going to Atlanta for uh, our release party, one or two chains artists. And uh, I'm supposed to be trying to work with G Money down there. Yeah, so okay. from here. Shout so, to G Money. That's my dude. Yeah. Um, he popping. And, uh, that's that's really the plays right now and, and try to put out another EP. I was gonna try to put out another album by my birthday, my birthday in June, but I know he want me to push this one, like like really push this one first and I think I'm gonna do that. Then I'll probably hit him with an E P or something yeah. like that. You feel me? Tell the people where they can get that music at, where they can where they can uh, follow you, where Everywhere. they can give them that social media tag. <laughs> you can Google me. Like a lot of people can't get Google. You feel me? You can literally Google me. You can Google the league and I will pop up. Um you can go to Google, you can go to Spotify, YouTube, um, title, I mean uh iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you want to find MTBM2, just type in MTBM2. It stands for money to be made. Money to be made too. So any of those, any outlet you want, you can find me. On YouTube, anywhere. Yeah. I don't care where it is. And I'm about to shoot these videos and get y'all the visuals of my, you know, what I'm speaking to y'all. Yeah. And I was looking at the album cover art, man. It reminded me of Nas. Got the young, the young pick. The young pick. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is crazy. The story behind this is crazy because number 20 is called Breaking News. Um, and when I so start the song off, I say I had this outfit on. And this outfit came from... I was going to the MC Hammer concert. Oh. <laughs> and MC Hammer asked me to come up on stage, right? Literally, I'm front row dancing. I'm dressed <laughs> like MC Hammer, though. Like, uh, yeah. no lie, no bullshit. My mom's standing right next to me. She sees him. He tells his man, his bodyguard, like, bring him up on stage. I look. At this time, MC Hammer is MC Hammer. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, this is one of my, like, idols. I'm yeah. like, so I... Out of clear blue, my scary ass just starts crying. <laughs> Literally just boo-hooing. And I rap about it in 20, on 20. I tell the story, like, from front to beginning. No, And I didn't write it either. Like, yeah. um, bigger picture, I didn't write either. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or number one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of records on there I don't write. I like the freestyle. I've been doing this for a long time, so I'm just blessed to have a gift of gab, I guess. How yeah. many stories on this album are actually factual stories? Or, you know what I'm saying, do you... Just take other people's stories and make them into a song, or how much is this actually? Yo, this happened on this day back in 1985. This day, this happened on this date and this time. Ninety nine point nine. Okay. Ain't because I, I don't have to rap about selling dope. My brother sold dope. Mm -hmm. I ain't gotta rap about something I don't do when they've been doing it around me since I was a little boy. So I was always connected to it regardless. Either way it go, either even if I didn't touch it or I touched it, I was always going to be connected to it because that's my family. So um, it ain't never really been hard to do it like this. Like I always had to tell this story because people, a lot of people didn't know um, the shit I had going on in my life. So I, and, and they always see perception. You know, perception, everything. They get on the social medias and they thinking, oh, he got all this jewelry on. He popping. He happy. That don't mean I'm happy. 
Yeah. It could be internal shit going on with me that I got to figure out. Right. And that's what this was. This was my therapy. Like, I had to let it out. And that's why I say 99.9, because the story I'm telling is literally from, and he can vouch for it, beginning to the end. Like, right here. And I ain't even at the end. You feel me? I'm still rolling. Yeah. I'm on this boat. I want to talk about that. What? What's it? I've had this... This, I brought this question to artists that I know been in the game, been chasing the same shit that we all chasing. Yeah, yeah. And what does it feel like to be a quote-unquote older artist, a seasoned artist, someone that's, that's that's out here still chasing it? What is that like at you know in 2019? It's 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 really fun because yeah. you seen you seen the best do it. So when you didn't see the best, it's like you take what they said, you season it in your shit. Then you go you go in the lab, you cook your own shit up. Mm-hmm. When you put it out, you got a little sprinkle to everybody that you listen to and grew up on that you love. So the game now, that they don't have nobody really to look up to. And and the ones they're supposed to look up to, they don't respect them anymore because when they came in, they didn't give them the love. You know, when they was coming up, they had to get the love from the big dogs. The big dogs just say, all right, come on. Yeah. Nowadays, it, it, everybody got access. Everybody got access. So they don't really care what you think about their music anymore. So the respect level ain't the same. Man. Yeah, and I was I was asking you that because I've had the conversation of like, you know, we are gonna be getting older, but our musical taste ain't gonna flip to yeah. the OJ's no. and Temptations <laughs> just because that's what we grew up yeah. on with our peoples on Saturday yeah. morning. Like we still gonna be wanting to hear with, this. Yeah, you gotta this, keep up yeah, with the Joneses. We gonna hear what we yeah. wanna hear. So it's like I feel like we're our age bracket gonna continue to grow with hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, you and, gotta set a trend. You can't you can't follow the trends. Yeah. I've never been. I never looked at rap like that when coming from where I come from because I I've been with the same guys for twenty five years. This yeah. on my mama, twenty five years. They call us the BMC. It's Broadmore Click. So yeah. you know that's trouble. <laughs> yeah. So we've been together so long that like when when I'm telling these stories, a lot of the stories they could, if they were sitting right here, they would go, yeah, that that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, and the artistry right now is different. It's about showing let me show you i got diamonds and this and then the third they think that's all they got to rap about mm-hmm. and they think that's what's gonna sell records but for some reason this audience is like you listen to an album today by maybe thursday or friday you on to the new album mm-hmm. it's always like that with music yeah but it's so saturated now we just got so much flood you gotta pick a lane and then if you pick the wrong lane they ain't gonna fuck with you yeah but nine times out of ten, if you create your own lane, meaning you don't, I, that's my whole goal. But I've been doing this for sixteen years, and in sixteen years, my whole goal was to never rap like anybody else. Mm-hmm. Never, like I can, I can, I can steal their styles a little bit, mix it with mine. But my sound, the way I'ma say it, they not gonna say it like me. Yeah. My thought process in the bars, I'ma say they're not gonna say it like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole point. But these guys, they don't. Their lane is fucked up. Yeah, it's not. Nobody is really working to be different. Everybody want to be the same. Yeah. Why? Right. Did the did the loss of, of Nip touch oh, touch your creative yes. spirit? Because yes. I've had that conversation with a couple of my boys just about you know the energy and, and where they at and how you feeling. Just Ooh. talk about how for an artist and uh, losing somebody like that that we can. You know, when we were younger, you know, Pac and Big, we was kids, yes. couldn't really feel it like we can now being yes. grown. So like, just talk about from an artist standpoint what that's what, what's that's like. Oh, for sure. See, right before uh, Nipsey passed away, these guys went Talk up right into the mic. Put, put the mic. Put. Oh, yes, sorry. There you yeah, go. Yeah, right before uh, Nipsey passed, these guys went and saw him in Columbus. And a few days later, DJ VIP 
which is his personal DJ, mm-hmm. got in contact with us on Instagram, wanting to help us pop pop our music mm. like Nipsey did. Yeah. So to me and to Dane, Nipsey might be the realest cat in the industry to us or was uh, because he showed us love when yeah. he didn't have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? This guy don't know us. You yeah. know what I mean? And then he's got his people reaching out to us like, hey, we want we listen to a couple of your tracks. We think they're banging. You know what I mean? We're going to try to help you push this stuff. Yeah. You know, let us know. We'll get some stems together and we'll push it to the radio stations. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Damn. this happened before we could make it happen. Damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unfortunately, but, you know, yeah. that's, that's you know, it's deep it, stuff. Man. Yeah, he was out here really touching people. Exactly. You that, know what I mean? That's, that's, that's what I think uh, uh, people resonate with with this guy is uh he was he was a genuine cat that's you know that's what, I mean? what i'm grabbing from a lot of this uh you know being able to see on social media some of the things that he did the lives he's touched the people he affected you getting stories like this and everybody's story has been genuine everybody been everybody has a story you know it ain't just the execs the big a and r's mm-hmm. the big time people in the game with stories it's people that's you know, feel affected by it, that's still in the in the grind and, and in the slums trying to get it, you know. So. His aura was like it was like pop. Yeah. Because the West Coast, they that Crips and Blood shit, they was they was all working together. Yeah. yeah. Nip Nip took the whole he took his whole block. I mean, he bought that whole section, bro. Yeah. Like I mean, he was really trying to do something good, man, for the world and to take that man out like that, bro, that man with kids and a wife, bro, that mm-hmm. man, that's foul, bro. Like, yeah. And dude was raw, like Nip had go. Nip yeah, was really, man. really talented, bro. Yeah. The one thing I do love about this era, you know what I'm saying, all of us are a little bit older, so we come from seeing Biggie and Pop pass <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah. But the thing that I will take away from the whole passing of Nip was when we saw Biggie and Pop die, it was all New York just showing love to Big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. West Coast wasn't showing that love to Big right, and vice right. versa right. with Pop. Yeah. But with Nip, Everybody, everybody in the hip hop community from the west, east, down south. I know they had a rally here in the city for Nip, Mm -hmm. so that was good to see. You know what I'm saying? So I think not only with technology and but this whole era, people are more connected and people are able to be able to listen to somebody that they don't even know or from a whole another coast and be able to finally vibe with them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's something I do really respect about this era. It wasn't just like, oh, well, he was from the West Coast. Oh, well. Right, You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, dude was touching a lot of lives. It feels different and and different to the sense of, you know, very quickly there was no questions as to what happened. Yeah. You know, very Mm -hmm. quickly you was able to, if you chose to view that, you was able to see this guy's last moments of life. Mm-hmm. You was able to, you was able to see, you know, like we're able to really see and feel his family more and his mm-hmm. kids more and his, mm-hmm. his, uh, you know, people had jobs cause of Nip. Now, yeah. now, now they lives is in question on how they going to get their bread. You know, like you, you were able to fill all that. And then in 97 and 90, you know, whatever it, it that wasn't, you know, you had to read that three days later on some paper, yeah. and then you wasn't catching no video of that until it was on, you know, BET or, yep. you know, somebody was Facts. talking about it. So it's just a whole different feeling now to me how 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 we absorb tragedy, you know, yeah. how, how mm-hmm. we absorb success, how we absorb anything. It's, it just it, it hits you harder. I'm glad you used the word tragedy because that's what I want these situations to feel like. I yeah. don't want these situations to feel like, oh, 
oh well, just another right. person dead. Mm-hmm. I want people to feel the impact of people passing away because I think in today's world we're desensitized from the things we view on social media. Yeah. Like I'm I'm guilty as ever. Like I follow the most ratchet fights on <laughs> on IG too of the one girl fighting at McDonald's got her titty beat out of her yeah. shirt like it's hilarious right. but it we, I think we do become desensitized <laughs> because it's like oh, it's, it's just so ready it's like Remember those uh tapes, Faces of Death? Yeah. yeah like, yeah, yeah. yo, it was like, like yo, we gonna sneak your watches as a kid. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But now you got it at your disposal whenever you want it. But I really want to get back to a time where, you know what I'm saying, when if we see or view these type of things, it hits us in an emotional way because someone losing their life is an emotional experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. only for his family and friends, but the people that rock with his music and just viewing that in general, like, yo, you ain't supposed to watch somebody die and then just go about your day and, like, mm-hmm. go have dinner with the fam. You're supposed to have some type of feeling. You're supposed mm-hmm. to, like, yo, that's fucked up. Right. World Star got the game fucked up. Hey, and, and in the first hour of my hey, morning, when I'm taking my morning shit, I'm on World Star. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I feel what you're saying with the fact that that, that it's, so, it's so right there that you get desensitized to it, but, like, you know, not to flip the subject, but to see a, a elderly lady getting beat on a bus, yeah, and yeah. And, and, and that only affects you for four hours. Yeah. You know, Ooh, like it, the world is just going too hard. It's going, going too fast, fast. Going fast, yeah. like you yeah. said, man. Yeah. The first thing you look at that, and then all you do is say, "Send it to somebody else," yeah. and then they see it for the first time. Like, yeah. man, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, no <laughs> shit is fucked up. Everybody, knows. so it's it's not it's not me. It's not you. It's everybody. Yeah. It's everybody, and it, it kind of. I want to transition to like what we saw yesterday with Embiid and uh, Amir Johnson yeah. on the bench looking at the phone. Yeah, let me see if she texts back real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, Set that yo, like that's how fucked up technology <laughs> yeah, got us. Like, we texting and driving, we checking YouTube while we taking this shit. We playing music while we taking a shower. <laughs> now niggas is checking their phone it, right. during a playoff game? It's making grown-ass adults want a tattletale. Because, like, yeah. the media is, like, waiting to catch it yeah. so somebody can go tell somebody. Media. Did you see that? Did you see what they did? We got to put that out. Like, everybody's mm. just, like you say, we we grew up in a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> to be able to, my life be totally different if, uh, <laughs> if if some of my actions was on camera. Oh you know God. what I'm saying? Oh. Some of my actions are on camera. And <laughs> I right. ripped those cameras and those videotapes to shreds. Yeah. Like, yo, this shit cannot get out. <laughs> that, that was an easy scissor fix on a, on a mm-hmm. tape. You know, now that shit hit the cloud. It's over. <laughs> That shit, hit, that shit hit the cloud. Verizon got it. The workers looking at it. Like, look Apple at this it. nigga. Hey, man. Hey, y'all it's... think people do that, though? What's up? Literally be in your cloud when they work for the company. Hell yeah. Did you see that about the, um, about the uh, what's it Hell called? Man. Alexa? I saw that they said they have like a, thousands of workers have been uh, reported to be working for, is that Amazon or Google who owns it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. that, that they, uh, they listen to the conversations you're having with Alexa. And, yeah. and they're trans and they're transcribing. Oh hell no! Like I just read that this week. So Alexa, like, I'm done with you, baby. <laughs> my my homeboy was like, my brother gave me this bullshit ass Christmas gift. I knew he was some shit. Like, I, cause he he's like now on social media. He's like terrified of that world. So like for him to read that and he shared it on our little group me chat. But he like furious at the fact that his brother would give him this. He started to like it, but now he feel like. Uh, all the shit he done did for the last six months is on tape. <laughs> it is. It got to go somewhere. The information ain't just deleted. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the same way, if you famous enough or whatever, 
you tweet something and you delete it, they can still bring it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like we can all go find that tweet from Kevin Hart. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like yeah. we can find anything. Like yeah. just because you delete it, it don't go nowhere. Like uh, it's a Twitter page I follow. It's called uh, Freezing Cold Takes. Mm-hmm. So basically, if Stephen A. Smith says, uh, all right, KD is going to the Knicks. Yeah. So on the day KD resigns with Golden State, they're going to bring that tweet back up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's people that specialize in finding old tweets. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. just like when you make a statement, especially when you're a public figure, especially on Twitter, they're going to find it. Or video. Yeah. TMZ. They're the best. Yeah. <laughs> That's you, crazy. We're about to hit on some topics. You want to stick around and hop on these topics with us? Hell yeah. Before we do, man, one more time, give them your social media. Give them everything <laughs> that you got. Tell them where to get your music. MTBM2, Bad News, YouTube, Google Play, Amazon, um, Tidal, uh, iTunes. Uh, it's a lot. What's the thing called? The little Soul Whip thing here. You can tell him. He knows. <laughs> uh, so, so look, uh, at the league 937 that's DA and then league all together 937 on Instagram and Facebook uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter uh, LXG underscore Dayton um, beat Punishers one um, that's pretty much all the all the stuff when, when we leave here are you guys gonna put some stuff online yeah for yeah, sure definitely, definitely. Uh, I'll get you guys a link it's it's a uh, It'll link you to everything. You hit this one link and everything that MB, uh, MTBM2, I can't ever get that right, <laughs> money to be made to, will <laughs> pop up. It'll, it'll get you the, the YouTube. It'll get you the Amazon, the Google, yeah, um, the title, oh, media all that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it yeah, is. So, so it'll be pretty sweet for you. Bet, bet, yeah. bet. All right. Oh, we definitely appreciate you coming in and sharing this music with us, man. For Thank sure. Thank you for having me, man. You, uh, anybody watch the playoffs? Absolutely. Yeah. Anybody watch the playoffs? I did. You see Curry yesterday? I saw the highlights. I was golfing. You know, it's, it's, it's my Ooh. Super Bowl. We will get yeah, on that in a minute. Down. Now, let's, oh, talk. let's get oh. that out the way. <laughs> <laughs> let's get that out the way. Let's go then. So, <laughs> so <laughs> out the way. I, out I don't the way. even consider myself a casual golf fan. Yeah. But I got into catching golf highlights because my brother does. So I want to be <laughs> I want to be able to talk to him about this world. Yeah. So I'm watching them warm up yesterday. I see your boy Tiger in his Cameron pink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what is he going to do? Is he going to do it? I, I actually fell asleep watching the Masters yesterday, I mind you. So wife was like, are we really about to watch this? I'm like, I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> fell asleep within five minutes. But I come to find out your boy is uh, two strokes behind. He's mm-hmm. in second place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to be starting early because of the weather that's yeah. going to hit down there. And so is your boy going to do it? Is he going to? Is he gonna be back? Is he gonna? Is he gonna win this shit or what? Well, Kevin. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, so, Jim Nance, what up? <laughs> right. Hello, friends. <laughs> I, I, I was really hoping that Tiger could make it to the final group mm-hmm. because the final group on Sunday at the Masters, and if being Tiger, anytime Tiger play in any tournament, you know, eighty percent of the people there is going to spend some time checking out Tiger. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the, the exactly. game of golf changed because of Tiger. Definitely. People want to, people just want to be in his, in his ambiance for a second, you know? So the, 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 the roars, quote unquote, the screams are different. They're louder. It's just, it's just a different atmosphere. So I wanted Tiger to make that final group and it wasn't looking like he was gonna, 
But when they announced the weather situation, this is the first time in even Masters that I can recall in a long time, not in my life, that they are doing three-man groups and starting early to try to beat the weather. So how does a three-man group differ from just the pairings? Um, the three-man groups, they have to start on one in ten. So it, the guys that are in last, you know, the last, let's say it's 50 guys left in the tournament, 35 through 50 are going to start on 10 because they're not going to be, quote-unquote, in it. You know, okay. they, they're so far back that they're probably not going to shoot 59 and come back and be in it. So they play on 10, and they play 10 through 18 and play 1 through 9. They okay. finish on 9. The the guys that have a shot start on 1 and just play 1 through 18. Okay. So with, with, with it's a way to speed up the time to get – you got both sides going instead of instead of everybody waiting. You on 17 trying to get a good seat. You got to wait for the first group to play 17 got holes you, to get to you. Got so it just – it speeds it up. But when you have a three-man group, it it's just more people. So, like, now, you know, being in the last group, you got the leader. So, he's from a different country or, he, you know, you might be, that might be your guy. So, you got fans come to see them. And it's usually only two group, two people. So, it's a little. Oh, so, you okay. got a whole other person there with his, his, his squad. His following. Yeah. Gotcha, so, gotcha. and with that person being Tiger, you Ooh. know, added to that final group, it's just going to make for everybody coming to see him. And they want to see this. So, he he let so the camera. So who's in the lead? Who's in the lead right now? Uh, Francisco Molinari is uh, <laughs> minus thirteen. Yeah, he's two shots ahead of Tiger at minus eleven. With who is the third person? Uh, Brooks Kepka maybe. I think Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka is a uh, minus eleven. So two shots back. It's gonna to be him. a rainy, windy day. Scores are gonna come back. It ain't gonna be you know the birdie fest that they had the last two days. It's gonna be a, a harder day of golf. So. It's going to be, uh, you know, exciting. So I, I read something that Tiger is getting up at 3.30 in the morning Yo. for a 9.30 first tee-off. What in the hell is he doing in between that time? Who who needs that much prep? Is it is his back really that jacked up? I was about to say, a guy that had four back surgeries and four knee surgeries yeah. has to get up and, and quote-unquote loosen up. At the age of 40, something, <clears throat> something, you know, 41, 42, whatever. <laughs> Man, he might have to take a hit of the chronic so he can be straight. <laughs> something stupid. Uh, he, he tried that too, I think. Remember, he got he got pulled over for that, I think. Yeah. He had, had some weed in the system. Tiger be fucked up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Molly but, Percocet. But with, um, Molly Percocet. <laughs> I, really, I really think, man, that like this is going to be his best chance. I think he's going to win. How many uh, majors does he have? He has 15. Yes, and sir. how many does he need to take the all-time lead? 18. He got to pass Jack. Yeah. So this is crucial. Very. This is like, I think yeah. this is getting going. If he can get to 16, we can have a conversation about yes, him getting there. Definitely. Because at being at 15 and being looking like his career was done to being, you know, now in the – He's been close the last three big tournaments, though. He's been – he won the FedEx Cup, which was like the – the top 30, the last championship. But as far as majors go, majors define their career. Majors is like rings yeah. in the league, mm-hmm. you know? That's so right. so the more majors you have, you can you can lose every every Columbus, Ohio Memorial Tournament every year. And like Brooks Kepka, he has like four wins in his career. Three of them are majors. He's he's considered a you know top golfer mm-hmm. ever. I will say <laughs> this about golf. I don't watch it. I'm not like I don't know basically anything about the sport outside of what you tell me but this is like the only like the masters is like the only tournament like that i ever see them showing the practice round and i was like man 
they don't sh- like for hours. Yeah, like yeah. yo, they don't show Steph Curry and Katie and LeBron <laughs> warming up <laughs> for hours. hours. Yeah. <laughs> like for the NBA Finals, right. like the, they show the finals start at nine, tip off at nine fifteen. Let's go. Yeah, like this. Yeah, the shit don't start until one o'clock. We gonna start broadcasting oh, yeah. at ten. That's we, crazy. We start playing Thursday, and the, the, the Masters Wednesday is a whole day. It's a par three contest. It's you know all the greats yeah, come sweet. back and play. And it's the Masters is a tradition like any other. And you've been <laughs> twenty eighteen. Yeah, uh, check that off the bucket I was list. About to man. say that's on your bucket list, ain't it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you watch some golf, don't you? I love golf, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I'm you. A uh, golf fan, and I, I play. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know you. Uh, I know you're gonna be checking out Tiger today too. Of course. I want to talk about these playoffs though, man. Uh, did Orlando uh, shock the world? Hey, they got one. DJ Augustine put one up. <laughs> Look, man, I thought they was gonna lose, so you didn't see the game. Uh-uh. So I watched most of the game. Uh, my guy Michael Carter Williams, Syracuse. Yeah, he was balling. You know what I'm saying? He got that 10-day contract, 10-day contract, 10-day contract. Hey, we want to sign you for the rest of the season. Yeah. So I was happy for my guy. Yeah. And I was happy that it was balling. But he drove the lane, and he got hit in the face so damn hard, yo. <laughs> yo, I swore his nose was broke. It's got to be broken. He uh, was leaking. Oof. And uh, I was like, they're not going to win this game. Like, yo, it's, it's And then they came down to score. The Raptors went up five. Uh-huh. Next thing you know, boom, a three from the corner from Gordon. Then a layup from uh uh what's dude name uh Vucevic yeah he had yeah. a layup and I was like oh shit it's tied up yeah and next thing you know DJ Augustine bombed the three I'm like wait these rat. niggas about to win <laughs> yeah. they won how'd that happen right. like the game was over yeah right. and I'm just like then they they pull up the stat line like yo DJ Augustine outscored Lowry twenty five to nothing. Real shit. Larry didn't score? He didn't score. Always, listen, can I just was say Kawhi this? playing too? Yeah. He Kawhi implodes did. in the playoffs. Balling. Kyle Lowry, is, he just shrimp noodle in the playoffs. Regular maybe, season, he's a dog. Maybe DeRozan wasn't the problem. Nope. Because definitely I, wasn't. I'm DraftKings heavy. And the only Goose reason, egg, The bro. only reason why I wasn't DeRozan even. DeRozan shit in San Antonio, so that let you know. The only reason why I wasn't active on the NBA playoffs yesterday was because I had, the, you know, a busy day. I had some plans. Mm-hmm. I was going to be watching golf. I just I wasn't going to be committed. So I didn't even get into it. But Lowry's been a dog this year, like you say, regular season. Yeah. But Toronto always shits a brick this time the of year. Playoffs. I couldn't they believe to, it. They try to blame the coach. Maybe it ain't the coach. I couldn't believe it, man. <laughs> Let me look at his stat line. 0 for 7, uh, 7 rebounds, 8 assists. But dude didn't score, man. How you a professional starting <laughs> yeah. point guard in the NBA and you don't score? Yeah, you like Villanova, bro. Yeah, hey, look, man. Like uh, Kawhi dropped twenty five. Sockham dropped twenty four. Like yo, if you just have an average, yo backup had fourteen. Uh, Delon, uh, uh, Van Vliet, Van Vliet. Yeah. He All had needed, fourteen. Uh, traded, right. All he needed was eight to ten points. They would have won the game. How wow. much they lose by? Three. So one, three. 104 to 101. Eight to 10 points, they would have won the game. Like, bro, yeah. like, you can't, get, you can't get four free throws? Something? Did you, you not go to the yeah, hole? He didn't because <laughs> he, he didn't go to the I mean, hole damn. at all because I mean, he, on, shoot. he shot seven times, six of them were threes. That, that, oh, he's, that's that yeah. new league. Yeah, it is. 
That's you crazy. Owner, it's, you it's playoff basketball. It's a different. It's a, it has to be played differently, man. Lemon booty, dog. Yeah, <laughs> right. Lemon yeah. booty out here, man. And then, and then Brooklyn already shocked the world being oh, in hello, the playoffs. Brooklyn, how you doing? They already shocked the world being in the playoffs, and they upset Philly. So. My ass trying to watch golf to miss some to miss some games. I see. Man, look, like I sent out this tweet. I'm off Philly. I know we yeah. had our predictions <laughs> prior Portland, to Portland and Philly to let us down this year. <laughs> I'm off of them, dog. I'm I'm out. I'm, Already? I'm totally out. Even if they come back and win this series, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out for multiple reasons. For a cell phone incident, look, man. They, so tell uh, me about that because I missed that kind of like. Okay, so oh it's it's the end of the game. It's the fourth quarter. Basically, they cut the lead down to like eight. Okay. And then D'Lo went back-to-back drop-off moves. Mm-hmm. Mid-range, boom, they back up double digits. We good. We got this game. So Embiid come out the game. He sit next to Amir Johnson. Amir Johnson do one of these, looking at his phone, checking the text message. And B do the double glance like, so you know how out of must be texting a chick. Right. Like, you letting your mans look at the phone or whatever. Right. So the great Doris Burke says something along the lines of like, I don't know what's going on here, but that's not a good look. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, duh, like, yeah, that's horrible. So come to find out, according to Amir Johnson, his daughter was sick. Now, he was inactive for the game. Uh-huh. So you don't necessarily need to be sitting on the bench. You could be sitting behind the bench. Right. Or, like, if your daughter is really that ill, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and get I to the crib. Right. I got to go check on the fam, <laughs> exactly. which would be perfectly fine. Right. But you, the audacity to have your phone with you on the bench and you checking it like, <laughs> mm. like that's just so messed up. Yeah. And then Ben Simmons has the audacity to go at the fans to be like, uh, if y'all booing, stay on. Keep that same energy. Stay on their side. Hey, bro, you oh. you shot twelve threes in your entire <laughs> career and you've made none. Make a fucking shot, and maybe they wouldn't be booing. This is Philly, bro. Yeah. They booed Santa Claus. Right. They booed Allen Iverson. Right. They clapped when Michael Irvin broke his fucking neck. Yes, they don't not gonna feel no sympathy for you, right? Because you suck. Right. But you know who did ball? Jimmy <laughs> Butler. As always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can kiss Jimmy Butler goodbye. Yeah. He's leaving because Jimmy Butler is always looking for a reason to leave. Mm-hmm. He's going to, they soft him out. Yeah. That's what Jimmy Butler are, does. Are these the foundations of uh, LeBron ruling in the league, man? <laughs> man, these niggas ain't Bron, and I ain't even no Bron fan. This right. nigga ain't no LeBron James. Right. I'm just saying with these hoes, we got to build these power teams, get all these guys together. Look at that roster. Look what they got. They loaded. But look what it's caused. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> it's, right. it, it's, it, these, 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 you get a whole bunch of, I need my 20 shots. Together, not Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> minus don't shoot, minus Ben Simmons and Kyle Lowry, evidently. Man, he can't right. shoot. But Gosh, man, who's your like, team? Who's your team? Who do you follow? I'm a Lakers the fan. Oh, well, wait, wait. Oh. I'm a real Lakers fan. Oh. I'm not one of them Lebron. I'm a Kobe guy. I'm a Kobe and Jordan guy. <laughs> okay, so you know I don't rock with Lebron. I mean, he he a great player, but he ain't in my top five. <laughs> 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 He I not, love it. How you feel about Magic chucking the deuces? He could have gave us a heads up. You feel me? Like, <laughs> how you just going to leave, bro? Like, but some, some, I think something behind the scenes happened where they played him on some type of level because Magic ain't never acted like that before. This, this, this really ain't kind of, I ain't trying to be funny. This really ain't trying to be no joke. 
But Magic, <laughs> this is gonna Ma- be good. Magic only knows how to lead the league. One, like he he leaves abruptly. He yep. don't. Yeah. He don't. He don't Facts. know how to let Facts. you down softly because he, he had to leave abruptly when his health came into play. <laughs> yeah, he had, you know, he just mm-hmm. he just makes abrupt moves because he magic. He do. So he, he don't do. know how to let you down softly. He got nah. to, He just got the bounce. I just think, man, <laughs> magic just too cool for the stress, man. Yeah. Like for a man to be HIV, he beat HIV. Yeah. Like and y'all talking about oh. Stress? No, I'm good. I'm magic. Yeah. I smile. I have a good time. This ain't for me. I'm out. And and I I, I did feel him on the sense of like I could imagine coming from you know the, a player's world, being being a player that kind of you know pushed the league into the direction it kind of went into and helped mm-hmm. be one of the pioneers of that, and just not feeling like you know now you got to wear these suits and be in all these big wig meetings every day, and you really you know your your, your two cents is listened to, but. You ain't the one signing the paper yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know, now he got into a position, but I'm talking about his his grind through. He just said he never he, he stopped feeling like magic. He yeah. wanted to get back to feeling like magic. It's like, hey, he got too much going on. Everybody though. go through a midlife crisis sometimes. Right? He it, run the Dodgers too. Yeah. Th- that's what I'm saying. He got the money. He yeah, can't spend he got it. Too he much working. shit going on. Hey, man, this nigga quit on a random Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> on a Tuesday. I'm gonna tell you in the hallway. But they that's had it. a meeting before he did the interview. That's what he. That's they, that story came out later. They literally met. He went in the hallway, and I don't know how Rachel Nichols got there, <laughs> but she ended up there. And they oh, had well, ESPN offices across the street. Right. So they had the interview right when after the meeting. He walked right into her. Boop. Let's talk. I'm quitting. <laughs> I don't feel like magic no Dave, more. Dave, get the camera. <laughs> I'm not going live. Let's get it. Let's get it. The Matt. last time LeBron didn't make the playoffs, man. Ooh, you know when that was? A long time ago. His first two years. That's first, what I was going to say. Two it had to be his first two 03, years. 04, 04, 05. That's I when I like LeBron. LeBron, LeBron. That's actually when I liked him. Some, some, some he fun, was still humble. Some fun facts about that Let's time. Get it. Zion was five, year old, was five years old the last time LeBron didn't make the playoffs. Damn. Man. Apple released the iPod Shuffle <laughs> the last time LeBron didn't make the playoffs. Damn. Ray Allen played for the Supersonics. Yikes. The last time LeBron didn't make the playoffs. They were still the Supersonics. Candy shit. Shop by 50 Cent was the top song on the Billboard oh charts. Oh, God. The last time LeBron didn't make the playoffs. Curtis. The Lakers going to make the playoffs next year? Yeah. You think so? Yep. Who y'all going to get? Who coach? We would have made, <laughs> made it this year if we was healthy. Think about it. We was in the top eight when he got hurt, when Ball got hurt, then Kuzma got hurt. Then it just kept going in a rotation. Then Brandon Ingram got hurt. Like we talented, our young core is talented. So we, if we draft a good player and trade, we ain't even got to trade for a great player. We can get Kimball Walker. Somebody can put the ball in the hole that ain't LeBron. And we need some more <laughs> shooters because we have no shooters. Need a lot of shooters. Yeah. Like, I say they try uh, to get uh, Seth Curry. Mm-hmm. I yeah. say they try to get you know what I'm saying dudes that can knock down three balls because they ain't had they had playmakers. But what you need. Three playmakers for what you need: LeBron, Lance, and Rondo, That's and stupid. Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Those are all playmakers. Those are basically all the same player, same guy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's levels. Obviously, it's LeBron is the <laughs> best of those, and it's just like a a worse version of LeBron every time you right. plug a different mm-hmm. one in. So it's just a bad situation, man. One more time on the social media, man. MTBM two. You tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't tell them. At the league nine three seven, that'll get you on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you know, uh, the money to be made is all over social media. It's all over any kind of streaming platform you want to get to. Um, go check it out. 
and uh, some visuals will be on the way soon. Dope, dope, yeah. dope, dope, dope. Gotta Thank y'all for it. coming through, man. We definitely appreciate Thank you for you. having us, man. We definitely, really appreciate uh, it. Great to link up with old friends and old faces, man. Make sure you uh, reach out to somebody. You, you reach out to somebody you ain't seen in a while because you never know, man. You might end up sitting sitting together on a podcast Sunday. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Kev Dash, oh, DJ Killer Kev. We out. Peace.